Bom, bom. Smokey and the brisket, Nikki and Crystal eat it. Tell you if it's great or if it's mad. Two, three, four. Barbecue in T.O. Toronto. Not what it's known for, but that's where we are, so it'll do. Woo! Hello and welcome to Smokey and the Brisket, the local Toronto podcast where two morons talk about Toronto barbecue. I'm Nikki Ashworth and with me is... Chris Melito. And joining us is... Alexia Reed. Hi, Alexia. Alexia. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Just a girl living in the big city. Um, Are you from the big city originally? No, actually, I was born and raised in Cambridge, Ontario. Part of that golden horseshoe. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why I said that with a question mark at the end, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure. sure it's, it's the Golden Horseshoe. Yeah, it is. I think that's... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I am confident, yes. Although I have to admit, from a North perspective, I don't know where the Golden Horseshoe ends. Ends? I don't either, actually. Ooh, is it like Barry, or is that not... They're not no, in the Golden no, Horseshoe. No, Kitchener, Waterloo. Right. Yeah. The Golden Horseshoe. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's so if you're in London, you're not in the Golden Horseshoe. No, no. You're you in the... You're in London. Sad place. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the Silver Disappointment. Oh, he said it, not me. All right. <laughs> it's where both of my parents moved to when they came to this country. Well, there you and go. where they met. <laughs> I didn't the know that. Silver dis- yeah. That's a Melito fun fact. That's a Melito and Broomhall fun fact. Oh, yeah, wow. absolutely. So, uh, sorry, uh, go on with that. So you're from Cambridge? Cambridge. Yes, moved from to Cambridge. Toronto. Moved to Toronto as soon as I could. Um, which was um, the ripe age of 18, where I went to Ryerson for their radio and television arts program. Me too! Yeah, RTA program! RTA for RTA! I was was accepted to that program, but did not attend. (laughs) Listen, at the time, it was quite, uh, you know, I always talk about university experiences and the fact that Ryerson was not that kind of feels like no. the crackhead squirrels running around with like <laughs> patches of hair missing and stepping over the local crackhead to get to your bio class. It was a different atmosphere back then. Oh, yeah. shoot. It was <laughs> Yeah, I started in mess. 2001, so mm. it was it was kind of changing. And but I it was, wasn't yeah. what it is now, that's no, for sure. No, yeah. that was part of the uh, graduating class of 2000. So the 90s... At Young and Eglinton was, was different, yeah. A very yeah. different. I started time. a year after you graduated, yeah. so we kind of had a similar, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I did my job there, and I've been working in TV ever since. Excellent. Yeah, that's awesome. So today we ate at the Beach Hill Smokehouse. Damn. Which is at Finally. one, yeah. Which is at one seven two South Main Street in Toronto, just uh, north of Gerard on the west side, mm-hmm. right by, um, very close to the Main Street subway stop and the Danforth Go Station. Yes. For those of you who would like, yes. a place and the Gerard would, Streetcar, and the just, Gerard Streetcar, just very easy to get to by subway. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and it was uh, it was absolutely fantastic. Nikki, what did you think of like the general ambiance of the location? Well, the funny thing is, when whenever we go to a barbecue restaurant, I kind of expect certain things, and and so far those things I expect are are kind of always there. It's always like a, you know, wooden vibe. Yes. <laughs> you know, like lots it's it's always wood. like lots of wood. Yeah. Um, it was a really nice open space. Had a lot of light. Light was um, good. It was very casual. It was the picnic table style. So you you go to the front, you place your order. Um, cherry. Um, Beach does the uh, same kind of concept where you, you go to the front, you make your own order, 
and then you pick up your food and you sit down. Although I think at Cherry, they actually, you place they, your order, but then service. they deliver yeah. it to you, mm-hmm. but you yeah. still have to place it. This place, you place it yourself and then you pick it up yourself. Uh, so it's very, very casual that way. Um, and I thought it was very spacious and there was actually quite a lot of room for seating. Um, despite there being just picnic benches. Yeah, so we, so we found out on their social media, which, by the way, is uh, pretty much everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, they are at all one word, Beach Hill Smokehouse. Um, we found out that they are having their first anniversary celebration, mm-hmm. birthday event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out that on um, Facebook, uh, thanks to a friend and listener of the podcast, Alicia Lamb, for that uh, heads up. And uh, we basically... Um, yeah, saw that and decided, oh, but we have to get in on this right away. And I think they, they earlier on in the morning, starting at 11, they were giving away free brisket sandwiches. Yes, they were, for the, the first 100 people. First 100 people, which we were not, because we didn't show up to We didn't one. wake up that early. No, we no, didn't. No, no, we did not. <laughs> well, I didn't wake up till like, I don't know about you guys, I woke up at like noon today. <laughs> I woke up at 10.30, and I thought that was pretty bad, but... Shoot. Yeah, you can tell we don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. So it was it was just a fun fun reason to go there on on the first year anniversary of uh, what is a very successful barbecue restaurant for especially something so new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they're they're very you know they're very well known already. Like I started hearing about them at least nine months ago. Um, so yeah, you know, good for them. Congratulations. So we just thought it'd be a fun way to, uh, to eat there today because it's their one year anniversary. And, um, we got a chance to talk to Terrence who I guess is one of the owners. I assume he's one of the owners. Yeah. And and some of the other guys there. One of the chefs. Yeah. yeah, And they're just so. Pitmaster. So fantastic. Those guys. They're just so, uh, genial and. Yes. Actually. Fun to talk to. If I can circle back around in terms of ambience, I normally wouldn't include this. But the attitude of the employees was so bright and hospitable and kind and welcoming. It really helped brighten the whole atmosphere yeah. of the place. It added like to the experience they for they sure. add to the they, they create a lightness and yeah. a, just a really pleasant vibe. And I felt good just talking to them, which, which was really, really, um, I'm not used to that type of experience in most restaurants where, you know, you really get to see, because the way their counter is, I should explain, when you walk in, you walk down the hall to the very back to place your order and they have an open counter. So you can actually see them there getting the meat out, cutting it up, preparing it for you, putting it on the tray. So you're really taking in the, the whole experience. It's not hidden behind a curtain. And so they're there. So they're going to talk to you anyway because they're right in front of you and it kind of makes up for the fact that they don't have actual table service which i think they're i think they're working towards if i remember correctly somebody Mm -hmm. was telling me that that, that's the rumor so don't we don't know for sure kids yeah Yeah. don't lock in on that but um they they kind of make up for that by and that is the texas style the texas which is what this particular type of barbecue is it is texas style barbecue Mm -hmm. that is the texas style that you order what you want from a central you know takeout location they give it to you and you go sit down um, and I guess to, you know, make up for that, whatever you want to call it, that server experience, when they're talking to you about what you want and, you know, what you live in the area and they, they just engage with you. Which yeah, is something engaging, that, jovial, yeah. uh, hospitable. I can't think of another way to describe Just like really just happy. Lovely. Just lovely. lovely. You know, super pleasant. Lovely, lovely yes. Super pleasant exchange. So yeah. I think in terms of if I can count that as part of atmosphere, I'm going to give that like top marks because that, it was so pleasant to interact with them. And Nikki and I will be going back there later this week uh, one evening. Uh, one evening when they're not so busy uh, to talk to Terrence and some of the other guys and uh, interview them for a bit. So keep an ear out for that a little later on in this podcast. That's you'll hear so that fun. segment. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, Nikki, what, what's our uh, social media? Our well-organized, <laughs> unified, Basically codified social media. the opposite of what media. Beach Hills uh, yeah, and everyone else. social media is. <laughs> All right, on Twitter, we're at Smoke Brisket. On Instagram, we're Smoky Brisket Podcast. On Facebook, we're at Smoky Brisket. And our website is smokeyandthebrisket.podbean.com. Dot com and we are available where all fine podcasts are downloaded all the platforms you can find us Smokey and for sand the brisket excellent well 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 done I didn't screw it up this time <laughs> <laughs> there's a first for everything I was in my head I was like don't say pop be, be no, what did I say last bean time? pod no I said bean bod peen bo- bod- I said bod peen <laughs> last bean. time so yeah, don't, don't screw good. it up I didn't I didn't screw it up kids Woo. so the premise themselves pretty nice like it was you know clean it was the picnic table style mm-hmm. sit down which I, I think is like nice and kitschy I like that yeah mm-hmm. cool. plastic cutlery plastic cutlery yeah standard again the standard sort of Texas barbecue styles with the trays and whatnot uh, I paper like towels. paper towels yep and I like on the wall they have the uh, rub rub smoke eat, eat repeat, repeat. yes in, I in love that letters. yeah yeah <laughs> and it was uh, entirely wheelchair accessible which is really great was the washroom wheelchair accessible? The wheel, yeah, the washroom is in the back. Oh, and it is yeah, wheelchair. I didn't use it. But, okay. But oh, that's yeah, great. No, we none of us use the washroom. Yeah. We, we sometimes will comment on the washrooms if we've been in. Right. But none of us did today. Some, yeah. some, some yeah. of our episodes, we even talk about the bathroom way, way too much. <laughs> More than we should have. Yes, yeah, so we've learned from that. Um, maybe that's why I don't use the washrooms much anymore. But here we are. All right, well, let's... Let's rate some food. Oh, boy. What do you say? I know. Oh, boy. Oh. What to start with? I know. Here what do you want go. to start with? We don't really have... Let's let our guest diner pick. Alexia, okay, yeah. What, what would you what like to start with, Alexia? What item would you like to start off with? Um, let's start... I want to I want to go big. You want to go over? Oh. I want to go big. Oh. I want to go okay. big for the start. Watch okay. out. Okay. And I'm going to go with the brisket. Damn. Okay. 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 Yeah. So just so we'll... just hitting off one of the big ones right off the top. All right. Lay it All right. on us. So so give us your rating first, and then tell us what you thought of the brisket. So while I was eating, I thought at the restaurant I would give it a number, and then see let it marinate, and then revisit to see if I still feel the same way. Um, and it's been a few minutes now, and I think. I can safely say the brisket was my favorite. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the number I'm going to give, and I don't know. And I, I, you know what? I feel pretty positive about this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a nine. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine. And why? I'm going to give it a nine because brisket, you know, it's one of those things where it can err on the side of too fatty or too lean and I think the piece that we got I guess specifically had all the components of what I like in a brisket the bark was barky but not burnt or whatever um, you know to yeah so the bark was good seasoned I think the soft bits were nice and soft but still had texture where they weren't too mush and even leading out to the end. I didn't need any sauce. I didn't need sauce. Um, my only critique would be that the I, the piece that I got the second time had a little, was a little bit more lean. So I, I kind of like it a little bit more. 
not as lean on that end, but I thought it was good. It was very balanced, wasn't too salty, wasn't too um, overly seasoned. Um, the sauce, when I did dip it in the barbecue sauce, was a, a good complement to it, but it wasn't, it didn't need it. I could eat the brisket as it was, a good chew through without being too chewy, didn't get meat stuck in like the threads of meat mm -hmm. get stuck in my teeth, which happens sometimes. Um, and it didn't taste beefy. It was just really good. I right. really, I really, I really liked, I really liked the brisket. Nikki, what's your number on the brisket? I'm going to give it a nine. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to give it a nine. No, okay. it was, it was delicious. And it's funny yeah. because when you said, you know, we're going to start big, I knew right away what that meant. <laughs> yeah. And what else could it have been? Yeah. It had to be the amazing yeah. brisket because yeah. it was amazing. All right. I'm going to read my notes here. <laughs> <laughs> please, please do. Holy fuck, is the first thing I wrote. <laughs> Smoky, fatty, luscious, full of flavor, almost silky in texture, smooth. Mm. Has a bark, but it's still on the softer side. Not a super crispy bark or with a lot of texture. Not that dense, but it doesn't matter! Exclamation mark. Um, so that's, at one point you brought up, which I actually yeah. didn't consider, but I totally agree with you. It was so good on its own. I didn't put any barbecue no. sauce on it. I never dipped. I, I never, only did it just to try. I never just based. To, yeah. I didn't even do it to try. You were able. I was were so into it. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. It didn't even cross my mind yeah. that no. there was another flavor option or enhancer. Yeah. I thought it was amazing on its own. I'm sure yeah. it would be great with the sauce as well. Um, I echo everything you say. It was really well okay, balanced. I feel, I feel good. Because no, I feel like you're, you're a tough critic. It was no, I am pretty tough. I wasn't sure yeah. if I was reaching it, on that. It was, but I it was well it. balanced. Yeah. I loved eating it. Um, like it, it had a, a texture that I can only describe as silky. I don't know. That's I, a great I know word. That I get it though. Odd, I get it. Though. No, no, that's the right word. It was like soft and luscious and silky. Yeah. Nine for me. Great, Chris. It, I see. I like that word silky, and it, it yeah. kind of reminds me of the the um, the pulled pork that we had at uh, Smoking, Smoking Bones. Bones. It, that had that same kind yeah. of a texture to it. I also gave it a nine. Whoa! Okay, here we go. Is that Look the first that. time we've ever had a three nine? nines? I think that's the first time we've ever had. Mm. We've had a the ten. Corn, in, we've had a ten and two nines. Oh, the cornbread corn was triple nine. Smoking Bones yeah, was, was triple smoking, nine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I. Uh, so I'll tell you a little bit of. A, I don't know if you guys heard this while we were ordering, but he asked me what type of cut from the brisket we wanted. Oh, I didn't hear oh. that. And I told him to give us a mixture of, of everything. Oh, so I think that's why we got what we did. Okay, okay good. Um, that's cool I, that they even gave great. us an offering, yeah, yeah. though. I really like that. Again, speaks to the service. Yeah, right? absolutely. Excellent service. Absolutely. And just, you, you talked about watching them do what they're doing and how that's an experience, and that's, ex that's exactly the perfect word, because when you see them, he, he literally goes into the... What the heat thought the hot box where they're keeping the the food warm? Yeah. Um, Is that what they're called? <laughs> That's what we call That's it today. That's probably not what it's called yeah. in real life. Uh, but yeah, so they open. It's a large uh, aluminum box that they, I guess they keep the different um, cuts of of the different meats mm -hmm. warm because obviously this stuff is is not immediately made. It's smoked right. over a series of days and whatnot. Um, so they pull he he pulls out a side of this brisket and then cuts into it, and you watch him cut into it, and there's several things happening in that moment. First of all, you're seeing what you're going to eat, yep. which is amazing. Mm -hmm. You're seeing him cut into it like a hot knife through butter. Yes. That's how well prepared it is. Absolutely. You can tell that he's enjoying what he's doing. Yes. Oh, yeah, I read he that does. Wrong, they love it. No, no, there's yeah. pride there. Yeah, unless I read that wrong, he's cut. Major pride. Yeah. 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 
And uh, and so then, of course, you know, they give you that option. And I have to say that uh, the, the fat was rendered perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no part of the quote-unquote dry part of the, the brisket, the, the non-fatty part, that didn't also have that fatty flavor in it as well. Yeah, it was still luscious. Was it was really, still like, luscious. You know, the, the yeah. texture, of course, is different. Yep. But it wasn't, like, hard. No. It wasn't, like, no, gnawing on, like, jerky or bits. anything like yeah. that. No, yeah, none of that, that. That's the thing that can happen with Texas barbecue is that it can be dry, right? Because yep. it's oh, a dry yeah. rub. It doesn't have a big saucy sauce sauce like, yep. you know, Carolina-style uh, barbecue and some other barbecues do. Um, and you know that you're getting something that, uh, has a potential to possibly be dry, but this was not. This no. was excellent, um, and uh, I was really quite quite pleased with the bark as well. I thought the bark was just bonkers, like just really yum. perfect. Yum, yum. And so, you know, as I say, yeah, I give it, I give it a nine. Next up, Nikki, you go. What What do you want to oh, go with? Oh gosh. Okay, let's do. Um, uh, I'm gonna do the mac and cheese. Okay. Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it around on us. I'm gonna do the mac and cheese. Watch it. All right. Um. I'm gonna give the mac and cheese a nine. Oh, it's freaking high for me. That's really but high for me, listen. especially for a mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay, the mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love my dumb ratings. Looking back <laughs> on them, I'm like I wrote this. So you, you, you told us the exclamation mark in the last rating. Could you do all of your punctuation this time? Like even the commas and any oh, colons? this one, this one's, this you one use. actually has no exclamation marks. But I'll, I'll, I'll read don't it like. Read, a... Don't read the punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wrote uh, creamy, dreamy, thick classic cheese sauce, smooth texture, simple and clean mac and cheese. No other bits of meat or bread crumb crumbs. Really classic. Really homey. Mm-hmm. Which is what it was. It was a very mm-hmm. simple, and when I say simple, I don't say I don't mean simplistic. Or sorry, and actually, no, that's not the right use of the word simplistic. I do mean simple. Um, I, I don't mean that it was it was overly simple or or to mean plain. Right. It right. was the best type of simple kind of homey cooking you could have, where it has a really nice, pleasing, comforting flavor. Yes. It was uncomplicated. Um, uncomplicated. uncomplicated. Just, yes, thank you. That's the word I'm yes. really looking for. Yep. Thank you, Thesaurus. Yeah. Um, it just, uh, <laughs> Chris is doing a little dance that you can't it's, see. It's the Thesaurus dance. <laughs> thesaurus dance. Um, <clears throat> it was really, uh, it was just very like homey, pleasant, um, creamy, uh, and simple. And I liked that they weren't trying to do anything they weren't trying to reinvent the wheel. They just did this thing really well. Something very simple, really well executed. So nine for me. Uh, Alexia, what do you think of the mac and cheese? I'm a nine there too. I'm a Whoa. nine wow. with you. And I gotta say, there was something about this mac and cheese that even when it cooled down and it wasn't piping hot and kind of congealed together, that it didn't have like a cheesy kind of, you know, like if you have like cheddar, like there's a lot of cheddar cheese mixed in now. Sometimes it can kind of break away and make these kind of little oily packets. Yes, pockets, yes, you know, the oily bits. Yeah, or grittiness di- or too. Or the grittiness, the or you know, that kind of you can a get different sweaty level. Too sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, it was sweaty. perfect. Yeah. It even cooled down to a perfect creamy kind of. There was a perfect balance of I don't know salt or. Like, there was no other seasoning other than that. And it was maybe like a Velveeta creaminess to it. Yeah, we were the wondering The elbow pasta that. was 
bang on. Oh, yeah, just classic like, elbows. I forgot to mention classic that, too. Elbows. Classic the elbows. The only acceptable type of pasta for <laughs> mac and cheese. I think so, too. I think so, too. <laughs> I think it was um, by far one of the best mac and cheeses I've had at any, at any barbecue um, spot. Um, that I've ever had and I you know and I'm a barbecue connoisseur I've had a lot I've had a lot of barbecue and a lot of the times like you said there are no breadcrumbs or any of that it felt like the perfect comfort food adult mac and cheese like craft dinner back in the day where you added just the perfect amount of butter and milk without even looking at the instructions because you found that perfect way you like yes, it yes exactly yes that's what it was for me it was just like while it was hot, it was good. It wasn't um, cheesy, like stringy cheesy. It was more of like a creamy cheesy. Yeah, no stringy. That's and that's a good um, and it cooled down to a perfect place where it was even. It was just still smooth. The noodles were cooked perfectly. It was it was you know nine nine and a half for me to be quite frank. I'm gonna go with a nine as well. So yeah. two, wow, two triple nines. This in has the never same happened Never. Okay. Good. Um, uh, full disclosure, I've eaten at Beach Hill before because I live a five-minute walk from there. It was my first time. It's my Mine too. My fourth. Um, I like this mac and cheese so much that one time my sister-in-law came to visit my wife and I, and uh, we, it was on a Sunday, and we picked her up, and I'm like, we should go get barbecue. And I forgot in my head, I really should know this should be ingrained in like, some part of my brain, um, that they're not open on Sundays and Mondays. So Beach Hill is right. not open on Sundays. As, as many barbecue joints are in not. the city yes. are not open on Sundays and Mondays. Um, and, uh, so I, I was so excited to take my sister-in-law to this place and have the mac and cheese because you know, she was excited for the mac and cheese. And then we got there and closed. very sad. Aww. So literally later that week, I walked over and got mac and cheese. That's, I was thinking about the mac and cheese so strongly. That's all you got? That like, that was the main thing that I went for. That I got a sandwich as well, but I was really there for, was the mac and cheese. yeah, all for right. the $10 large, whatever it is, quart, I don't know what it's it is that you really get. Good. Um, and it blows me away. It blows yeah. me away how creamy it is. Yeah. It blows me away that the flavor is, it, it's, it, it's, it's that tipping point where food goes from being, yeah, we want to make it flavorful to this is now a flavor deli- delivery mechanism. Yes. We're, we want you to taste this. Yeah. That was the, that's, I think, the turning point for this particular product, and I absolutely love it. I could eat it there before. I should also point out um, that they do occasionally offer a spicy version of that mac and cheese. They did not have it today. Which but, mm. I think I would really like. Me that might be too. the 10, actually. That maybe the, the spicy 10. version might be the 10 that for me. That might be me. the 10. That so might maybe, be the tipping point. Yeah. Maybe what we'll do then is when we interview them later this week, we'll ask them about the spicy mac and cheese and when that's available. Yeah. And maybe and then we can we'll, pick some uh, up. Yeah. Ooh, maybe dope. when we do the interview, what days they're free, we can ask if that's a day where they have it. It might be, yeah. Because that would be yeah. nice to actually pick it up on the same day. It yeah. would be, you yeah, know? give it a try. Yeah. yeah. And then also maybe we can find out if it's a regular, like they always do it on Thursdays or something. Right. I don't know. Right. Spicy Thursdays. All of our <laughs> listeners will know. Spicy, yeah. spicy Thursdays. <laughs> nice. uh, so I'm going to move on to the next thing, which I think I liked uh, an awful lot as well, um, and that's the sausage. And I gotta say, ah. it was a tremendous amount of sausage. Like it I was. think, I forget exactly what the uh, the order. So just so everybody knows, here I'll pull it up. What we ordered was we ordered a heck lot of food. We or, yeah, was, we ordered the pitmasters cookout, which is supposed to serve four to six, and we are three people. <laughs> we did have leftovers though. <laughs> we did, we did, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, I we will did. also point out that the only thing that we finished, like literally finished, finished, 
was the mac and cheese. Yes. Everything oh, else you're was right. leftovers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everything that's else was leftovers. That's how much we like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So we got that was two pounds of pork ribs, one pound of brisket, half pound of smoked turkey, and three sausage links. And I think it was more than that. It was wow. a lot of sausage. We also got sausage. on the side ten smoked chicken wings we as did. well. Yes. Yeah. Just because they were on special today. Yeah. We yeah. also got a quart of beans and potato salad. Uh, were included, but also included were coleslaw. the coleslaw and the mac and cheese as well. We upgraded to the mac and cheese for a dollar fifty right. or a yeah. dollar more. Dollar. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, as as Nikki said, we also got the the the, the ten uh, smoked wings. Um, but I will say, yeah, that sausage was it was just the right amount of spicy. Uh, mm. You know, without being like spicy now, overpower overpowering what we found out later was a beef and pork mixture with a little bit of jalapeno Pino. in there. Yep. Yeah. Um, as I said, very tasty, and I give that sausage an eight. That's my marks on that. Uh, and now, Nikki, you grew up as a uh, young half, <laughs> sausage half, queen. A young yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Ashworth, the half Polish sausage queen sausage of Toronto. Queen. <laughs> That's actually funny. Side note, because I I know somebody um, a guy named Christian. Hi, Christian. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but I'm going to talk about you. Um, <laughs> he used to do. I don't know if he does it anymore, but for many years during the Polish fest that happens on Ronsi's, yeah. He used to dress up as the uh, sausage king. So every year he would wear a crown and a a cape, like a velvet robe. And then he would wear this little itty bitty teeny uh, speedo type bottom and would just take photos all day as the sausage king. And it was because he has a friend who is a swimsuit designer and her her store is somewhere on Ronsi's, so he would model her swimsuit, her swimsuit. and it's to kind of get take you know to get huh, interest. Attention. But he became Clever. the sausage king. The sausage king. Uh, yeah. If yeah. I was going to dress up as a sausage king, though, I would dress up as. But it's in the middle of the summer too, so it's like it's really hot. So <laughs> fair enough, but no, but I, I wouldn't dress up as a giant sausage though. I would dress up as Ferris Bueller from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, because he's Abe Froman, the sausage Abe, king of yeah, Chicago. That's how I want to That's right. Maybe your friend Christian Good should. Reference. Uh, I have a fo- You know, I'm trying. It's either like. No, it's King Kabasa. That's oh, what it okay. is. Well, King, King Kabasa. That's okay. different than the sausage Sasha king. But, but similar. Yes. Similar. Were you yes, looking yeah. up a, you were looking up a picture? I was trying to find a photo. I know because I knew I had we, a photo. We can't show photos on podcasts. No, no. <laughs> I was trying to remember what the sash said. That? So right. I needed to look at the photo and then I remembered I that it was King Kabasa. You jerk. So that's... <laughs> King Kabasa is a good name though. Yeah, King it, it also kind of sounds like the name from like Super Mario. Like a Super <laughs> Mario character, King Kabasa. <laughs> first, first you beat the Koopa Troopas, then you then beat you the King Kabasa. Yeah. So tell us what you thought of the yeah. sausage. Um. So, okay. The sausage for me... Uh, burr, burr, burr. Let me get my notes. Um, I'm also going to give the sausage an eight. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be a copycat, but it seems to be happening today. Yeah. Um, I wrote that uh, it's uh, so we didn't even get around to apparently why I'm the sausage queen. It's because I'm half Polish. We didn't even. <laughs> did that, did, did that get even get mentioned? Yes. Yes. Was yes. It? Okay, Polish. good. Because yes. that's even weirder without context. <laughs> um, so. Uh, <laughs> So what I wrote, and actually I said it to them during we during the time we were eating, is what surprised me the most is that to me it tasted a lot like traditional Pol- Polish kielbasa. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of the kielbasa that my grandmother, my babby, would buy from Kingsway Meats mm-hmm. when I was a little girl, and and it was a very specific kind of of Polish kielbasa from a butcher. 
and they don't really make it anymore like I haven't really had that flavor in many many years mm -hmm. and while this wasn't a kielbasa it was a sausage it really had that kielbasa flavor um, to me um, one thing I liked about it too and this is a really odd thing to note and I've never really considered this in a sausage before the, the sausages came cut right so they were kind of cut on the yes. diagonal so yeah. they had these little slices and what I thought was really interesting is that even though the sausage was cut, the casing yes. around it stayed intact yeah. and was still firm. Yeah, flat yes. and firm, not flat curved. Flat and firm, not curvy. Yeah. And yes. so what happened was when you when you ate a piece, you had the softness of the meat, but then the casing on the outside had almost like a tightness to it. Like and a it crunch? And it, no, it created like... Like this really, a depth of like flavor. a depth of texture, yeah. texture that yes, like yes. that was, was really the same thing. had really good mouth feel, and I was like, yeah. this is different because normally with sausage, it's like either crunchy or it does that curl up thing that you mentioned, yeah. or it's stringy. Uh, but this was like it was like they just put a little bit of encasing on one tiny little sliver rather than like it being cut up. You know, it just it it was so well intact. And so that, what, you're, what you're saying is that the sausage queen liked the mouth feel. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sorry, mom. Think so. Uh, I think so. So it, it created. Sorry, like, Marie. Yeah, our number one fan. Um, it created a great contrast with the meat, and that's one thing I never thought I would notice. Yeah. Or care about in a sausage, but I noticed it right away because it was different. Right. And I was very impressed by that. How about yeah. you? The sausage for me. Um, I was along the same line. Seven. I I give it a seven point five. Mm. Um, only because my and my notes were good. Just a solid sausage. <laughs> and and I think that's what it, it came down to for me. Um, good. You you know it had good bite through. You know usually with sausage, especially if they're cooked, sometimes the casing can be. You know, you almost kind of have to rip through the casing to get to the meat. Yeah, or it's too or, hard. You have to or peel it. Or it's too hard. Yeah. Or, you know, when you think about a kibasa, you kind of, that casing, you kind of have to take it off and oh, just get do. to the meat. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it was kind of like, um, I, I like the, the bite through in regards, like you said, in regards to the, the, the thinness of the casing was, was good. It was a good, clean bite through. Um, you know, not overly... Um, seasoned I guess per se it kind of and not overly smoky either like it was just you did get a bit of the heat because I think he said they put jalapeno, jalapeno. in there yeah. Yeah. mild 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 heat it wasn't it wasn't for me overly flavorful or under it was just kind of a good solid sausage and I gave it a dunk in the barbecue sauce and I'm like yeah that's good yeah, if you needed it to be spicy, you could throw a little bit of the, the sauce on there. Yeah. And that did the trick. Yeah. But, it, it yeah, as you say, um, it didn't, it did not have a dominant flavor that made right. you go, it's this. Yes. It had a nice wide range of flavors happening yeah. that allowed you to enjoy everything about it. And yeah. I think that's, at least that's why I gave it the, the eight that I gave it. Um, okay, so what's next? Do you want to do the ribs or the smoked wings? We could do the smoked turkey. We could do the potato salad. We could do the poblano coleslaw. Let's do the potato salad. The potato salad. I don't know why I thought Irish. Potato salad. The potato salad. Potato salad. Deviled egg potato salad. Mix, mix. Which we found out at the end does indeed have paprika, which we thought that it did. Their point that being that it's deviled egg, and you always bash the the deviled egg with a bit of uh, paprika. Paprika. Yeah. paprika. Get it in there. Yeah. I give it a seven. Um, I mm. liked it. I felt that the potatoes were maybe a little bit less cooked than I would like. Yes. But that's only Definitely. you know. Oh, okay, so we got an agreement on yes. that yep. one. Yep. Yeah. Normally, I like my potatoes to be chunky. I don't like a potato salad that's all mush. 
Like I, the one that you can get from like Loblaws is the, the Ziggies. Yes. And that's not it's not potato salad. <laughs> no. I don't know why they call it that. It's 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 mashed potatoes. Right. Yeah. And no, yeah, that's like not mush, potato yeah. salad. Potato right. salad like should not be mashed potatoes. There should salad. be a mixture, yeah. a little bit of mush, but mostly you want chunky potato yes. salad, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. So I liked that it was um, that at least it wasn't you know mushy, but I would have liked potatoes to be cooked a little bit more than they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. Uh, I thought that, uh, that it was it was the right amount of sauciness. Uh, mm-hmm. Involved there, it wasn't too much potato, too much this, too much that. It, it it had a nice flow with the sauciness, and that paprika spice I think added a, a a little little bit of extra to it. And the eggs were still chunky, which I really appreciated. There was actual pieces of egg in there, oh, I didn't as know well that. Yeah, as I didn't. bits of mixed yeah. egg, oh. like you know throughout the sauce and throughout you know mixed in with the potato. Okay, um, so cool. I did, yeah, I did appreciate that. Nikki, what are your thoughts on the the deviled egg potato salad? I'm gonna give it a six. Uh, okay. And it was, it's mostly based where, where they lost points for me was that I did find that the potato was undercooked Mm. and at points actually crunchy. Mm. Like I, there were, there were edges of potato that I ate that almost tasted raw. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if that was just my particular Could be the style. Could be the style. You know, yeah. And I don't know if that's the style or not, but I personally would like my potatoes cooked a little more. I'm not asking for mush. But I don't want them to be crunchy. 100%. It was it was to the point where I, I felt like they might have been undercooked. Under like really undercooked though. Yeah. Like and it wasn't every bite. It wasn't consistent. Right. So I don't know if this was just an anomaly in like the chunks I had. Um, so that's where they're gonna lose points for me. Flavor wise though, I really like the flavor. It was again, much like the mac and cheese, to me, this was a traditional classic flavor mm-hmm. where they use paprika and parsley where they use a creamy base um the addition of the eggs i really liked mm-hmm. i thought that was unique and it put a spin on a classic and i would have rated it higher much higher had the potatoes been cooked differently so yeah. that that's where it, it lost for me yeah yeah alexia oh see this was probably one of my least favorite things. I gave it a six. Um, I thought it tasted kind of bland. Like if I had a salt shaker, I would have sprinkled some salt mm-hmm. on it just Could to give it salt. more Could fullness salt. of flavor. Yeah. Um, I should also preface this by saying I'm not a huge potato salad fan, but you know anybody that goes to Costco knows that they had that big vat of potato salad that has like the bits of dill and blah blah. I think I would gravitate to that red skin potato potato salad more so than this one. I didn't really, and it was too cold. And I know that sounds, I don't know how else to describe it, but sometimes you mm. get things where it's just so cold. Oh, that's I interesting. Didn't, I, I, I think I prefer it at a more of a room temperature. All it, right. was, it was too cold for me. And that, coupled with the potatoes being slightly um, undercooked. It was just kind of like, I took a couple bites, and I'm like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and there's too much onion. I wouldn't order it again. I just saw bits of, you know, lots of bits of red onion. I thought I needed, it needed some salt, and it was too cold. So I just gave it a six. So one thing I will mention is that next to the ordering area, this is for our listeners here, 
Um, they have their drinks, which all they do serve alcohol as well. So if you're going in yep. there mm-hmm. thinking that because they don't have servers, they don't have alcohol, they do. They have a nice selection of uh, uh, craft beers and uh, uh, ciders and things of that particular nature, as well as uh, you know your your uh, sodas and whatnot. Um, they uh, they also do keep the coleslaw and the potato, potato salad, salad right there in that grab and go. Fridge. Um, fridge. Yeah. And you help yourself to that. So yeah, they'll exactly. tell you, oh, grab a potato salad with that. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Grab. whereas the, the, the beans and the mac and cheese, they'll, they pull out of the heaters and, and give to you. Um, so that's an interesting point about the room temperature salad, the potato salad. And now that I think about it, when I make potato salad myself, which is usually a, mm-hmm. a dill style mm-hmm. with grainy mustard is what I like to make yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that generally tends to uh, tends to be about room temperature. Yeah. As you're letting the p- potatoes cool down from cooking yeah. and you're introducing the other ingredients, they kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good point. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't noticed that while I was uh, eating it. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, is a good point. Cold. And now that I think about it, it did, it did seem like it was maybe chilled a little bit, a little bit too much. Nicky's, Nicky's, Nick, Nicky's, Nick, Nick, Nicky's bean minute, bean minute. Oh, beans! I really like these beans. <laughs> I was very happy. These beans are a nine bean for me. Wow! A nine bean. bean, and you know how hard I am on the beans, Chris. I'm hard on the beans. Ooh. I really like these beans. Delightful. They had a great texture. They weren't mm. too soft. They weren't undercooked. Yeah. Yeah. They were saucy. Yeah. Really saucy, but not soupy. No. Just saucy. Yeah. Um, they had a slight, very, very slight kick at the end of them. I think it was a jalapeno flavor. It was very, very subtle. Yes. It was there. I liked that they tried to make them a little bit. It's a tomato-based uh, sauce. I like that they tried to make it a little bit spicier, but I think if they had, like for my personal taste, if they were even that cutting edge spicier, I think I would have liked them even more. Yeah. Um, it's another example of doing a classic thing really well. These are yes. very comparable to the mac and cheese in terms of concept to me. Take something, do it right. Simple is good if it's done well, mm-hmm. you know, and they did it with those beans. I was really, really happy with them. Uh, delicious beans, nine for me. Smoky flavor on the beans? Mm. Not, not tremendously. So. Okay. No, they're, they're no. listed as smoked baked beans on the menu. I didn't really taste the smokiness in okay. those beans, Fair enough, but no. I really like them. Ooh. So happy. I'm Your thoughts happy. on the beans, Alexia? I gave it a nine point five. Whoa. Whoa! See, they're good beans. They're <laughs> great beans. They are actually really good beans. My second favorite thing um, next to like the actual brisket in regards to the side were the beans. They were a perfect combination of saucy but not soupy. The sweetness was perfect, mm-hmm. really well balanced. And I don't know if it was the pepper or the finely chopped, um, I don't know if it was green pepper or the finely chopped like hot spice, whatever the heat yeah, cane pepper, but it was minced and chopped so fine that it, it was didn't, very fine. It wasn't overpowering, but you could see it. You could see the bits of onion. Um, it was a delicious, delicious bean, and the heat was perfect. Not too much, but I, I can see what you said. They could probably even have dialed it up even a it smidge just a bit more. more. Yeah, I understand and why I they did. All but... about I was I would have been all about the bean and 
because I've had some disappointing beans. There's I've where I feel like this <laughs> should too. be really delicious. Yeah. All all beans are disappointing. <laughs> as far as I'm <laughs> you know, it was one of those. Um, yes, I said in my note here. We're very yum. Sweetness, not too beany. Not too beany. Right? Like, you know, sometimes if you get, like, a kidney bean or a black bean and you kind of, you you know, it's just, it tastes very, like, or a bean salad, you can kind of get overwhelmed with, like, just all the bean. bean. Yeah. Say bean one more time. Bean. Bean. And I think it was was perfect. It was a perfect, um, it was a perfect combination of sauce to bean ratio where it didn't make it soupy or not enough sauce to make it too beany. Yeah, it was delicious. It was great. It was delicious, delicious. I'm so glad you agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> that was Nikki's Beans Minute. Beans Minute. Beans Minute. Beans Minute. Oh, beans. <laughs> okay, so next up we're going to discuss the ribs. Uh, they are pork ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to say, so my rating on the ribs is they're an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, they were very long ribs, they so were. we got the yeah. we got the end of the cut. I'm guessing. Um, I uh, my notes on the ribs were that there was uh, the bark was very good. Again, not um, a hard bark and not the bark like the bark that was on the brisket right. at all. Um, but there was definitely a uh, I don't know, for lack of a better term, a bark that was on the end of these ribs, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was 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 really good. Uh, it was. Obviously, this is a dry rub rib, and it was exactly the right amount of dry for that for a Texas style, and not in a bad way, um, mm-hmm. in in a good way for things being dry. Dry can mean can mean something bad, but uh, I think in this particular case they were very good. They were not fall off the bone, but that is not a knock in any way, shape, or form. Fall off the bone often enough means that they're too moist and 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 too soggy. Sloppy. Exactly sloppy, and they were not that. Um, there was exactly the right amount of sauce on the rib. It did not mm. was not overpowered with the sauce, but it wasn't like, hey, where's the sauce? Um, <laughs> right. Their dry rub, I, I am sure that they probably protect it. There's probably like a team of dragons and <laughs> five-headed dogs and who knows what else around the recipe for their dry rub because it was really fantastic. Uh, again, same with the brisket, the exact right mixture of uh, fattiness and meat and the, 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 the bark parts of it, you know, the exterior part of the rib. Um and I think, I, I, I guess that, that, that leads me to thinking that they either have an incredibly consistent pr- uh, provider of, of ribs, like yeah. whoever it is that's providing them with their, with their um, racks uh, is consistent, or they have an incredibly good eye for whenever they go to wherever they go to to, to, to pick, pick out, out what they're getting. Yeah. Because for them to have that level of consistency with the brisket and that level of consistency with the rib shows me that they're paying very close attention to the cuts of meat that they get. Right. And that's obviously really important. So that's my thoughts on the ribs. Alexi, what did you think of the ribs? I gave the ribs a 7.5. Yeah. Um, they were good. A good solid rib, like you said. Why well, my notes were not quite fall off the bone, but they had a good bite, um, good bite off the bone. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you could bite it and it would come off clean or sometimes I get a bit bougie and I bust out my knife and fork and go down <laughs> the bone and it and it came apart in a in a good way with the um 
that membrane there that can be on the inside, the part that's attached mm-hmm. to the bone. It the was... silver, what are they, what's that? Silver skin. Silver, silver skin? skin? Yeah. yeah. Oh, this, no, sorry, the silver skin is what's on the back, like the, the yeah. concave. Just, yeah, the part that's that, that that's on the bone when you, like, kind of cut it off. Yeah. Um, oh, it was a good okay, chew through. Okay. Like, sometimes it can get a bit, um, you know, sometimes it's not as, it got broke, rendered really well. Um, good sauce to meat uh, ratio. It wasn't too saucy. It was the, also the most smoked flavored thing. Agreed. Yes. Um, Agreed. More so than any of the other um, items. Like, um, I, I, I did taste the smoke in the ribs. Um, they were solid. They were, they were solid, not, you know, knock your mama out solid. Mm-hmm. They were just a good... A good solid rib. They would knock my mama out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah, seven point seven point five for me. They they would definitely get. They would definitely knock out my septuagenarian English lady mom, <laughs> who does not like does not eat spicy food very often. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, was that would, an impersonation of my mom? <laughs> good one, Nikki. You're what welcome. were your thought, thoughts on the ribs? Uh, I I really like the ribs. I'm yeah. giving them a nine. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. as our listeners know, ribs are my thing. Yeah. They're my favorite thing, and I look for very specific things mm-hmm. for my ribs. These were almost perfect for me personally. Um, they were a great fat to meat ratio, mm-hmm. uh, which is already mentioned. Agreed. They were moist. I really liked the texture of the rib itself. They were a good solid bite they weren't mealy no Mm -hmm. at all and Mm -hmm. they weren't um what i referred to before as like extra porky where it just kind of becomes like this full pork flavor and you can't taste anything but pork like you can't taste seasoning yeah Yeah, almost raw-ish yeah that was not the case here it was the best type of smoked pork you say it's it's like when you have bacon and you get you bite into a piece of bacon that's too much bacon fat Yes. And it just yeah. tastes entirely like bacon. Yeah, like and it's pork. just disappointing. Yeah. yeah. So you would say it's not. It's that. not like not it's the like opposite that. of that. And well, I feel like a lot key. of I feel like a lot of yeah. places get that wrong a lot of the time. Um uh, the rub was great. Um and you know, as we mentioned, because it's a Texas style, um, you know, it's not a super sticky, saucy rib. You can add the sauce to it if you'd like. Um, I, I just really like these. Um, as Chris mentioned, they also, um, our, our portion at least were on probably the end of the rack. So they were quite long and I was in heaven because that meant more meat for me. Mm -hmm. So each, each rib separately had a lot of meat on it. And I really enjoyed, I love picking at rib bones and like getting every scrap of meat off and, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of ripping them in half if I can. And I got to get in there and really do that with these ribs. I was shocked at how full I got from these. Like they were the thing that really filled me up because they Mm. were just so meaty and so dense. Um, I was really happy with them. Nine. Yeah. So I, I I want to diverge a little bit from what we're talking. So the description is two pounds of pork ribs for the pit master cookout, which is what we had. Yes. And I swear it had to be more than that. I like, I, I don't know for sure, but one thing I did notice was when I saw them doing their thing in the back and cutting things off, Weights were very important. They were always talking back and forth between the guy at the cash yeah, and, yeah. and Terrence doing the cutting about weights. But almost every single time I saw him do a weighing of something and he would 
for, uh, he would tell the weight forward to the person who was at the cash, and they would do. He would uh, maybe slip a little bit extra in after doing the wave. Uh, I think I saw that uh, several okay. times. Really? Okay. I didn't so see that. I just I have a feeling that they just they like to make people happy. They like to give them a little, a little, little extra. extra. A little extra. Yeah. No, it was. It, I was. I was in. I was in rib heaven. Oh, rib heaven. Rib heaven. Jesus. Solid ribs. Yeah, Solid ribs. I was really happy. Yeah. So our plans for the summer, uh, dear listeners, is that we are going to hit up a couple, at least two or three of the rib summer fest. rib fests. Oh, yeah. Road yeah. trip for Smokey and the brisket. Yeah. So you can, uh, if you find us on the road during the summer, I'm talking like anybody would be looking for us. <laughs> maybe you... we should wear like, um, oh, maybe we should t shirts. No. Hats. <laughs> Hats? Who are you talking to? You're T-shirt. talking to the okay, hat Okay, why can't we have both? Okay, we can have both. Both. Okay. Okay, we well, okay. Both. we'll talk about it. Okay, all right, okay. we'll talk about we'll <laughs> it. I like it, I like it. In, in any case, yeah, so you will probably, if you come to any of these, if you know, I don't know, whatever, the Unionville Rib Fest and the Toronto Father's and the Beaches. Day Father's Day Father something yeah. Rib Fest. Uh, you will probably find Nikki and I at one of these tables slumped over <laughs> in the meat sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I had too many. Um, what, and, and I'm very excited for that. So I keep, keep an eye out for that, uh, fans. Um, I want to do the smoked turkey next. Okay. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to give the smoked turkey a seven. Now, that, I want people to understand, though, that they I don't want to make it sound like I was disappointed in the smoked turkey. I am, to begin with, not a huge turkey fan. Um, I, I, it's just not my favorite thing in the world. I think mm-hmm. I probably had too many turkey dinners growing up as a kid. Um, and I just, I don't know, I don't like it as much as I like chicken or beef or pork or really almost anything else. Um, but I gotta say, this was good smoked turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, so like a seven or an eight, maybe even a nine is probably the best that I could ever give a turkey. I just don't see turkey blowing me away. Um, <laughs> but this turkey was really moist, uh, which was nice, but not too moist that it was sloppy or, or, or gross. Um, and there's there was a subtle flavor in this. It, maybe it's part of the smoking process. Maybe it's part of some spices that they put on it. I did notice that there was some sort of spice that had been put on it, some black flecks of something, which could have just been pepper. It could have been who knows what. I don't know. But there was a subtle flavor in there that I cannot put my finger on, I think, from the smoking process that was in there and that was in also um, most of the other smoked products, especially the wings. I don't know what it is. I don't know if, if, if you, the two of you have any kind of uh, insight on this, uh, but I really, really liked that subtlety. I thought that subtlety was the strongest part of it. It didn't make me feel like they were trying to make the smoked turkey be a flavor as opposed to being turkey that is flavored. Right. And I really like that. So I give it a seven. I would I would certainly order it again, uh, but it would not be on, on the top of my list of, of things that we had today. Alexia, what did you think of it? You turkey? know, turkey, I also made the note uh, that turkey is not my jam per se, but I have had many smoked turkey dinners um, in my past, and I would say I gave it a six. I wouldn't order it again, and it's not because it was not good per se or... I totally can um, mirror what you're saying in regards to the flavor. It was very subtle. I think almost subtle, like as in a salt and pepper, just kind of that level of basic flavoring. It wasn't... One thing I've liked about, I can say about this place in general, is that for a barbecue place, not all the meats tasted the same. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't use all the same seasoning. So whether or not you have the turkey, it tasted like the, the brisket. And I like that. Um, the, 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 I just found the turkey, how it was presented to me would have been great on a Kaiser as a sandwich more so than sliced, 
um, to eat separately. Um, it was definitely mo moist. It was cooked to perfection, so I wouldn't even, you know, have nothing to say to say it was not, you know, a good cut of meat or very, again, very light smoke, not too much um, smokiness to it. But I could see that being like a good, you know, turkey, Thanksgiving turkey sandwich with, you know, some cranberry sauce and a little stuffing on a Kaiser bun, then that would have been perfect. The bite through would have been great, would have oh, been pretty clean. Yeah. Um, but I liked it more, like I took a slice and it was, you know, you know, whatever. And then I dipped it in barbecue sauce and then I'm like, okay, I can chew, I can eat more of this, so you know, with the barbecue sauce. Would you say that the turkey combined with the barbecue sauce was a Sigourney Weaver flavor combination? <laughs> <laughs> she would actually no i don't think that was for, a sigourney for, for for those of our our um, <laughs> listeners who don't remember from our first episode two flavor combination a flavor combination of two things that does not taste good is, is a, a bobcat, bobcat gold flake right and uh two a flavor combination of two things that does taste good is a sigourney, sigourney weaver, weaver. Uh, <laughs> i would say that it was a sigourney weaver and i could totally like if that, that was, was a sigourney for you it, in a sandwich is what so here's what i'm saying if it was it like you said if it was well, in a sandwich with sandwich. some other things okay, yes. i got it with some that it. sauce okay. on the top, yes. that would be a Sigourney for me. Okay. Yes. yes. Theoretical Sigourney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nikki, what did you think of that smoked turkey? Um, you know, it's really interesting because a lot of what you said, Alexia, I actually wrote down, including the sandwich. Oh, no way. That it would make a better sandwich. Yes. Um, I'm going to give it a six as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, um, okay. So for me, okay, so full disc, very similar, very similar story to the <laughs> two of you. Um, I, too, am not much of a turkey person. I just never have been. Um, but I know that people who love turkey really love turkey. Um, I thought that this was very well salted and seasoned. I'm pretty sure that this turkey was brined. And I think it had 100%. been brined for a very long time. I agree with that. And so because they had brined it for however many hours before they put it in the smoker, mm -hmm. it created really, really juicy, yes. moist, uh, very... I would call pure turkey flavor. Mm -hmm. Like it, yes. it didn't have a lot of other bells and whistles. No. Like if you like turkey, if you like turkey flavor, you're going to love this. Yeah, it was simple. I'm just personally not that much of a turkey flavor fan. So I can only go off of what I like already. And it was white meat as well. And it was all, it was all white meat yes. as well. Um, I, I also wrote that, you know, as much as I'm not a turkey person, if I had to eat turkey, this is the way I would want to eat it. Mm -hmm. Preferably in a sandwich yes. with cranberry sauce. I oh, said wow. the same thing. Yeah. I don't like cranberry sauce. Yeah, no, I do. Okay, now I, I, <laughs> I worry about is it. Is it fighting words? Ooh. Is that what that is? Ooh, yeah, ooh. so I think, I think it would have made a great sandwich. Yes. Um... And I don't know, it doesn't make, I don't know why that makes more sense to me than just it being on its own, but I think it was just a little, it didn't have enough oomph yeah. for me. Well, yeah. But okay, if, it so... was, if it was mixed with other things, I would, but I, I, you know, a turkey sandwich is not something I would ever really order. But anyway. my thought process on this though is that like if uh, it's Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, yeah. and you have your traditional turkey meal... And then the next day, you make a turkey sandwich with a thick piece of bread or something like that, or a bun, a Kaiser bun, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, th th and that is actually more satisfying to me than the actual meal the night before. Now, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm alone on that. I think it is that. for a lot of people. Yeah. But a lot I think of people that's probably, that's probably why, yeah, yeah. And that's probably why uh, we immediately identify with this being better if it was in a sandwich. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm gonna, You guys uh, uh, talk about 
more of your thoughts on that, and I'm going to look up the actual smoked turkey itself because there might be some additional information here on whether yeah, or not like that's smoked in turkey. A smoked turkey for me, and usually it's smoked turkey has an appearance at most of our big family meals, even for Christmas. We have a regular turkey and we have and a smoked, smoked turkey. Oh, really? Because wow. a lot of my family um, don't eat. Um, and I don't know why it makes a difference, ham or pork. Okay. okay. So, you know, you usually have like ham or whatever. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, they have smoked turkey. And the color is different. Yes. It's um, more pink. And yes, yes. it almost kind of tastes like ham, even though it's not. But the, the smoke is different and it might be brined. It, it, it was just, it was just, it was, it was more of um and not heavily seasoned again per se, but it was kind of like, um, yeah, it was kind of tastes more along the ham line, and this was not like that. It was kind of like they got turkey breast, they brined it, and then they, you know, smoked it lightly. The seasoning, again, very simple, I would say, as basic as maybe just salt, pepper, and maybe something else. Yeah. It wasn't um, overpowering, and then sliced it. And I, I don't know, I guess... I, when I was thinking smoked turkey, I thought maybe a turkey leg. Or when you go to the fair or whatever, and they have those smoked turkey mm-hmm. legs. And mm. it didn't taste... It wasn't that kind it of turkey. It wasn't that kind of smoky. No, no it, wasn't, it wasn't that yeah, kind of smoky like at all. It wasn't the kind you get at a But the moisture level, it wasn't dry. It wasn't any of those things. It was just aired on the side of maybe too simple to have just sliced pieces of it. Understood. So I had a look through the menu, and they don't offer a turkey sandwich. Um, but they, they do. They do yeah. off. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to them yeah. about that. Not, not, not that they should care at all what our opinion is, but yeah, we'll we'll mention it. Um, but they do offer turkey at uh, eleven dollars per half pound, um, and they yeah. also have halal smoked chicken. Oh. Yeah. Oh. They have half and whole chickens, halal smoked chicken. So that's kind of cool. That's cool. Okay. Uh, so moving on, uh, we have the poblano coleslaw. And the smoked wings left over, and I want Alexi to pick which one she wants to go with next. Let's go with the smoked wings. Okay. All right. Now, again, I am a wing master. <laughs> I love I love me some wings. Um, Sausage queen, I'm a wing master in your presence, Chris. Right? Lucky what does that man. make me? I don't know. I don't know. Cornbread? Well, the hat man. (laughs) What? Because before I said I was the hat man. The hat man. Hat man. I thought you said Batman, (laughs) and I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't going to co-sign that one. (laughs) Well, fine. I guess I'm not Batman. Well, if you're the sausage queen, then I'm Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Uh, so Wingmaster, tell us more. Wingmaster, I gave them a six and a half. Um... Again, the flavor was very mild, almost too mild. Again, I think it was the same kind of thing as like the turkey. Might have been like just a salt and pepper seasoning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, also not too smoky. I felt like it, and I'm not I'm not to say that I want to have a heavy smoky taste, but it could have dialed up on that. Um, and I don't know, and they were cooked perfectly, but I also. I don't know how else to describe it. The some of them, especially the flats, not the drumettes. Mm-hmm. Um, they were it was the skin was not very cooked through, so it almost felt too like um, wet. I don't know. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. No, the flats I, that's were, I, saw, I, mean, I saw a couple. Like yeah, that, the yeah. Flats where it looked like I don't want more, that. Yeah, they were more like like less crispy, more less skin, more soft, skin wet, soft. skinny. Yeah, 
and I don't really like that. Um, the drumettes were better, um, but again, I felt like without the dunk and the barbecue sauce, it was a bit lackluster, but they were a great size wing. They had yeah. a lot of meat on them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it was just a matter of what, you know, because uh, I can see how that would vary, but um, not overwhelming. I only, I think I only had one, maybe two, and I'm like, I'm, I've got what I need out of this. And, I'm us and I usually love wings, but it was kind of like, meh. Okay. I'll make room for something else. Nikki, wings? Oh, uh, I'm going to sound like such a copycat with Alexia, <laughs> but I'm also going to, I'm going to give him a six and a half. Yeah. Uh, since, you know, halvesies are allowed today, apparently. <laughs> so I'm doing halvesie. Um, I, I, I did like them more than the turkey mm -hmm. because yes. I prefer chicken flavor to to turkey flavor yeah. uh, but they were very similar like, pretty much what you said right um still very simple clean flavor um i could have done with them more smoke yeah um not overwhelmingly so i just i thought they were quite subtle in their yes. smokiness um i could have I, I think i would have liked them better if they had more of a burst of juiciness so you know you bite into it you have that oily juicy burst and then that soft moist flesh in the middle that's hard to get with smoked though that's hard but it i have had it yeah yeah yeah, yeah and so i think that's kind of what i was wanting mm -hmm. um and i i didn't get that uh, very simple seasoning as well they did have like uh, chris you mentioned they had like a little something something that we couldn't quite yeah, figure out what it was it was yeah. like this mystery a nuance i don't know flavor. yeah they had a nuance that was there that was beyond the salt and pepper um, they were they were enjoyable for what they were, but I do agree with you that depending on which one you grabbed, some pieces, some parts of wing were better than others. There yeah. were some flats that looked um, a little too soft for my personal taste, uh, so I tried to avoid those and was picking at the uh, the the ones that look more crispy. Yeah. On the outside. Yeah. Um, that's that's about it for me. Okay. The wings. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving the wings a seven. Okay. I actually like these. Uh, I want to say quite a bit, but but a fair bit. My two, uh, three major notes were the one that we mentioned earlier that there was a, a flavor I just can't. I don't know what it is. It's a, a subtle thing that's in there that I don't know what it is, but I liked it. Um, and uh, I would also say that uh, the size of them. Uh, agree with Alexi on that. Oh, they are ample. Yeah, they are <laughs> ample. They're not. They're not as Nikki and I said at the restaurant. They are not piddly. No. Yeah. Which sometimes you can get. Yes. You know, just a tiny little wing that looks like. Ugh, like what is this? Wing, what is this? Wing night? Ten cent wing night? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, garbage. Yeah. They were nice size. What I really liked about them more than anything else, and this is the biggest complaint I always have with any wing, especially the wing portion as opposed to a drum, um, is that they I didn't have to fight with them. Yes. They, they were mm -hmm. smoked sufficiently that when you went to go get the meat, you got all the meat. You didn't have That's to worry true, about... That's true, That yeah. is something to consider. You I wouldn't have, to, have thought about that. Yeah. I'm going to make a noise that I don't think anybody likes hearing, but you didn't have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't have to get in there and <laughs> no, do that No, it's true. It came off pretty cleanly. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, is, that is worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. Right about uh, but that. I will agree with you guys that the, the drums were definitely cooked better than the uh, than the flats or the, or the wings themselves. Um, and I think that's probably just like... A physical thing, right? Yeah, like where it's it, positioned or yeah, something. Yeah, it will lay yeah. flat in a pan, whereas at least that drum has that sort of like I don't know, raised kind of a cooking quality to it. Right. Um, so yeah, that's that. Uh, so our last item, um, except for of course a special item that is a secret until we're ready to do it, um, but our last item is uh, the poblano coleslaw. For those who are not aware, a poblano <laughs> is 
a mild chili pepper originating in the state of Puebla, Mexico. Oh. Dried, it is called ancho or chile ancho from the Spanish word ancho meaning wide. Stuffed fresh and roasted is popular in chiles rellenos poblanos. Well, there you go. So there you go. While okay. poblanos have a mild flavor, occasionally and unpredictably, they can have significant heat. Mm. Occasionally and predictably. That's Un- great. Unpredictably, unpredictably yeah. Unpredictably. That's very funny. Heat. So this is a poblano coleslaw. And now, as as some of our listeners are aware of, uh, I'm a big coleslaw guy. I'm, He's I'm the coleslaw very, snob. I'm the col- so that's, that's what, what it is. is. Yeah, I'm the coleslaw snob. That's what you are, a coleslaw. I don't want to be the sausage queen, though. I'm the bean girl. I'm the bean girl. You can be both. Okay. <laughs> uh, so the creamy, bean duchess. The Sorry. creaminess was perfect. It wasn't too creamy, but it also wasn't lacking in creaminess. For those who listen to the podcast, they know that I like a creamy coleslaw. I do not like vinegar-based coleslaws. That is wrong and bad. Yes. And coleslaws should be creamy. Uh, um, the spice that was in it, the poblano, was exactly as described in that Wikipedia article that I just read from. Mild, but um, identifiable mm-hmm. as definitely being a, you know, a thing to do here. Um, and the poblano, I think, is like, a, you know, uh, it's, it's low on the Scoville uh, heat rating. Um, but it, it has a nice flavor to it. I think it's a lot of, a lot of peppers that are very high on the Scoville rating. You're not tasting, you're not tasting the flavor of that thing anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just how much can this, how much do I want to avoid getting this into my eyes? Basically is is the, and and how much am I tasting fire and not an actual flavor? Um, so I appreciated that they didn't go too spicy with it, as I feel like a really super hot spicy coleslaw would probably not be all that particularly pleasant. No. It's supposed to be crisp, it's supposed to be palate cleansing, it's supposed to be, you know, nice like that. And that was the other thing, was that the way that the slaw was cut itself, it was a very nice, crisp sort of palate cleanser to, to have in between items, and I, I really liked it quite a bit. And what was your rating? My rating on the coleslaw would be an 8. An 8? Yeah, hmm. I, yeah, I give it an 8. Yeah. Eat from the coleslaw king. Yeah. yeah. Nikki, what, what do you got to say? Okay. Uh, I'm going to give the coleslaw seven. Um, I overall like this coleslaw. Um, I wrote that it had an almost confetti-like texture. Ooh. Uh, because what I what I did really like about it was it wasn't the traditional texture of a coleslaw where they have the, you know, the thin shredded cabbage and the, the little wisps of carrot, as I like to say, or the matchstick carrot, depending mm-hmm. on, you know, how thick it is. I really liked the balance of texture in this coleslaw. Everything was chopped up really finely, and it looked like a little colorful confetti yep. to me. Um it was creamy, um, but it wasn't saturated, so it wasn't gloopy. It wasn't overly creamy. Um, it had small, tiny bits of green pepper, carrot shreds, and cilantro, and a very small amount of red cabbage as well. Yes. I feel that the red cabbage was there more for color yes. and less for flavor because there was so little of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't even tell, actually. I, I picked out an individual bit to taste it because I wasn't sure, am I, am I eating a red onion? Or am I eating red cabbage? It was right. cabbage. Um, uh, yeah, so I felt it was mostly for color. Um, I really liked that it had cilantro in it. I like cilantro. I like that they kind of went um, another direction with their coleslaw. They could have done like a traditional kind of bland, creamy, fine coleslaw. Mm. But I like that they put the pepper in there. I like that they put the cilantro in there. It just some it brightens it up a bit. So um, especially as palate cleanser, it was a really good coleslaw. I enjoyed it. I would eat it again, but I'm rating it a seven because it didn't like knock my socks off. But quite honestly, I don't know if any coleslaw ever would. Right. Oh. 
Your uncle's coleslaw. My uncle's yeah, coleslaw yeah, yeah, would have yeah, knocked yeah, your socks off. Yeah, so unfortunately, I don't good. have access to it. But uh, no one does anymore. So I, I, I think seven for a coleslaw is noble, and I'm I'm good with it. And uh, how about uh, how about? Well, let's call us twinsies for today. Yeah, oh my god, we're so insane. Um, I gave it I gave it a seven as well. Um, um just a notch up, up above the potato salad in regard to the cold sides. I definitely enjoyed the coleslaw more. It was perfect in regards to not too creamy where it felt like fattening where you're mm-hmm. just like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. I got earth, an earthy tone though too. So I don't know. I thought there might've been kale mixed in, but maybe I was wrong. Oh, I think you might be right about that. I think yeah, there may have been there, some in there. I, I got a little bit. Kale confetti. Yeah, yeah. I got a bit of earthy earthiness in it. At first I was just kind of like, Oh, but then I'm like, it kind of, it kind of, you know, when you finish chewing, it was just like, okay, it didn't hang around too long and it wasn't, um, unpleasant. Um, the only thing I would have added was, and I'm, and I'm not a salt aggressive person, but I felt like it needed a little bit more salt. Um, a splash of salt just to salt us to round out the flavor to me. It tasted a tad fresh. Um, but other than that, it was a, for a cold side, which t- generally tend to not be my favorites, for a cold side, and if I felt like in the midst of all this barbecue and fat and this, that, and the other, it felt like a vegetable. Like, it felt like greens, almost. It did, it Without did, feeling yeah. like it was heavily mayo-based. We like just it felt a like, mayo product. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it felt like that would have counted for some level of vegetable component. Um, the cilantro was a nice kick. Um, but obviously aggressively, um, eliminating for those who don't like cilantro because it does all come mixed in. So mm-hmm. you can't, you can't pick it say, out. Yeah. yeah. Cilantro on the side. So if you're not a fan of cilantro, this is not the coleslaw for I you. Agree. Yeah. If you're one of those people that tastes so yeah, that tastes so yeah. then you don't good. get it. Horrified. Yeah. Um, but other than that, uh, mild, it was, you know, like uh, Nikki said, very colorful and, um, enjoyable. So I, I would, I would say seven. Could we talk about the sauce very quickly? Just you want to do that? You want to do the sauce? Just yeah, want to talk about sure. the barbecue yeah. sauce. Hey, yeah, I'm all for that. Just very quick, um, because I really liked it. So they yes. ha- they had one sauce available. So the way it works there is you help yourself to your cutlery, and they also have the sauce and squeeze bottles with uh, little uh, containers that you can squeeze the sauce into and bring it to your table. Uh, so we got a couple of those, uh, filled them up. I liked it because it was sweet and tangy. It had a light, smoky flavor. It was just a good, well-rounded sauce. I really liked yeah. it. They yeah. only had one sauce, right? Yeah. And sometimes that can be risky. When you have, like, one house sauce, it better be good if you're only offering one it option. Is. It was good. That, and I also thought it worked with everything I ate. I didn't yes. put it on everything. As we know, I didn't put it on the brisket because the brisket was that damn good. It was so good. But uh, so good. it was... It, it, I really liked the sauce. I'm going to give the sauce a, an eight. Yeah, uh, yeah, so what I would say on the sauce is that... It's good enough that it could be marketed as a saleable product in stores. 100%. And yeah, it would yeah. beat the pants off of 95% of the 
bullseyes and Diana's, and, uh, Diana's <laughs> and and you know the, the generic stuff that you can get. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope that they have the ability to do that at some point in time in the future. It was so complimentary with everything yes. that it makes you feel like you could eat it. Like normally you go to the store and you see well, this is a little honey garlic and this is something that's supposed to be for chicken and ribs and this is supposed to be for beef and I, this sauce you could use with anything and you'd be perfectly happy doing so. That's I think the way so. That I felt yeah, like, I think so. I give the sauce a nine. Mm-hmm. I really like that, that sauce. I can drink that sauce. <laughs> well, for further to your nine, I was going to say this sauce to me is like the Heinz ketchup, where you can't go wrong, or French's ketchup. You kind of can't go wrong with those, and that was what the sauce was for me. You could have it on anything, has a perfect level of sweetness, you get the hints of mustard, but it wasn't overwhelming, wasn't too sweet, and I'd love to taste it caramelized on a piece of meat on the barbecue. Like, yeah. I feel like it would even yeah. reduce down to something really, really nice. It was just a good, yeah. you know, if you wanted it to be spicier, you could plop some hot sauce in it, but it wouldn't, you know, ruin the, the base. Yeah. It was a good, solid, um, solid uh, barbecue sauce, and I'd give it a nine as well. Excellent. Yeah, it was worth noting because it's a good yeah. sauce. Oh, no, it is. It's yeah. an excellent yeah. sauce. Thanks excellent for bringing sauce. that up, Nikki. All right, so for the first time ever, we brought something back with us. We have a live tasting, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. We brought back I'm glad with I'm here us. For it. From the from the Beach Hill Smokehouse. And we can't take credit because this was actually Alexia's it idea. Was Alexia's so thank idea. you, Alexia. Now thank you to the team. Yeah, to she, bring um, back some cornbread. We didn't realize they had it until we were kind of halfway done our meal and then we she just went and got us one to try for later. Um, yeah. they come pre packed. So individually, individually saran wraps. Saran wraps, so it was very easy to bring it with us home. Now Chris is harder very... to open for Chris it seems. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, it's it's like one of those obnoxious unboxing opening. videos unbox- from YouTube. <laughs> a corporate unboxing video. So y'all can hear the noise that we're making in the background here. Ooh. Oh, and Alexia has coloring. She's come well. prepared. And I, I give you a little bit of a, um, a, a primer on this. The um, the cornbread itself has a very nice golden. Uh, texture on the top, a little bit of a, of a more cooked um, brown sort of side to it, uh, and a it nice... It has real corn in it, guys. Yes. It does, yeah, and a, yes. nice, um, a nice sort of like a, a creamy white uh, center, so it looks like cornbread. It looks like real, real-ass cornbread. Um, real-ass so cornbread. Alexia, it was your idea, so dig in first. Hope you don't mind eating off the top of a laptop. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can I just use your thing? For, for oh. cutting... We're using spoons. This is what we're doing here. Plastic spoons yeah. for cutting of the okay. cornbread. Okay. Another thing I'm quite the connoisseur at is a cornbread. Oh, it's cornbread. So. All right. Chris, do you want to cut your I spoon? don't understand barbecue joints that do not serve cornbread. Doesn't make any sense to me. No, exactly. And I think it was, we've had cornbread at all of the locations so far with the, well, actually, no, sorry, no. we've only had it at one. No, we only had it at one. Yeah, that so Smoke and Bones had cornbread, side. but neither Breakwall nor uh, Blackjack had cornbread, which I think is criminal. <laughs> I'm gonna bite in here now. She's <laughs> chewing. This is great radio. Oh, this is so exciting for us. <laughs> okay, okay, cornbread. Alexia, do you want to do the first? Mmm, it's so good. I like the um, cornbread. Could sometimes be too dry, and it's not. It's a good. It's a dense cornbread. It goes not, but not too dense. It doesn't go on the cakey side of cornbread. It's more of the you can taste the cornmeal cornbread. It's got bits of corn in it, which um, are a nice uh, compliment. 
The sweetness level is perfect. Mm -hmm. um, if I really wanted to be extra, I would pop this in the microwave for a few minutes with a dollop of butter and then, damn. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a good, another thing that they seem to consistently do is have basic things, simple things, but do them really well. And yeah. I'd say the same about this this cornbread. I'd, I'd give it an eight. Okay. Nikki. I'm going to also give cornbread an eight. We are super yeah. twins today. Yeah. Um, I'm going to echo a lot of what you said. Um, it has a nice sweetness to it. It's moist. Mm -hmm. I This might actually be my first time having a cornbread that has corn kernels in it, huh. um, which makes me sound so basic. <laughs> what a basic bitch, but I've never, I've never had it before. Um, Why don't you go get a pumpkin spice latte yeah, no, while you're at it? I just might. Um, so... Um, I, I like it because it gives it a nice burst of, of like flavor um, and sweetness from the corn naturally mixed in with the cornmeal. Um, the only reason I, I think the texture is great. It is very, very moist and soft on the inside. I really like it. It is not dry at all. The only thing I would want for it, which would make it like a 10 for me because it, it would come really darn close, is... I want more of a crisp coating on the outside. I want yeah. more of a hard bite shell on the outside. Not to the point where it's cutting the roof of my mouth. I don't mean like that type of texture, but the crust. I just crust. need more of a crust yeah. for me personally. I, I would like a little bit more crust. That's the only thing that's preventing me from rating it higher. I think they might've lost the crust with the saran wrap. You know, yeah, I'm wondering if it's like, yeah, if it changed it, right? Cause if it was fresh and yeah. you know, but this is the way they sell it is they yeah. sell it prepackaged like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it's very good. I feel like the side of the of the uh, of the piece. Can that I get a have, bit of the side? Because I didn't. Do you want not the here. whole thing? Because someone else can try the no, side. That's fine. I've already the precious last side. <laughs> um, is probably closer to the type of consistency that you're talking about, and I would agree. I'm, I'm going to give this an eight. What keeps it from being a nine? Yes, Same thing as what Nikki said. It, is that that I feel like the crust could be a nice. It's kind of like it's akin to, um, uh, what's it called? Um, creme brulee. If it doesn't mm. have that. Bam! Top that you have to crack through. Again, not so sharp that it could cut your roof of your mouth like a creme brulee could, but if it doesn't have that, it's kind of missing a key thing. Mm. Um, but I also really like what Alexia said and what we've all echoed throughout this, which I think is, is basically, I don't know, the theme for this particular restaurant is simple doing simple well. things, the simple yeah. things done well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd give, I'd give that main. All right, so now so it's time for our final ratings of the restaurant overall. Who would like to go first? <laughs> Nikki, go first. What do you Me? think? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna say it. This was a nine. Overall, I'm gonna give this place a nine because even though I, I threw a couple sixes in there, where it counts and what I go for when I go to barbecue, I'm not like, boy, oh boy, I can't wait for that coleslaw. No. <laughs> right. That's right. not why I'm there. Right. I go for the meat always, first and foremost. It's about the meat to me, and the meat really delivered. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, t and to be quite frank with you, I've never been here before, um, and I had heard a lot about this place for the past year. At it's least. It's been literally a year. And and I kind of wondered, you know, does it, does it live up, live to, the up hype? to the hype? For because sure. I had heard so much hype about it. It does! It lives up to the hype. And on top of that, they're super nice people. Yeah. So the combination of they do what they do really well, and they're not arrogant jerks about it either... That's a great combination. So I'm very impressed with them. I will definitely be back. Nine. Excellent. Alexia. 
Nine for me, too. I think from the minute you walk in, the ambiance, the attitude and interaction with the guys was just amazing. Um, they really kind of, you know, greet you warmly and get you excited to even get in there and try whatever they have. I think even the things that I ranked low might be perfect for somebody else. It was just, you know, I think that I think what they do is is done well right across the board and it just comes down to individual preferences and people that like more lean meats more than fatty meats i feel like you would find a, a, a my favorite whatever within all mm -hmm. the stuff that they mm -hmm. have um it was delightful the things that i really liked the most they came through and delivered with and like i had mentioned before i've been to barbecue places where they have their signature rub and they use it even down to the rim of their drinks and oh. by the time you leave you're you know you're burping and you're repeating it and yet <laughs> you still taste the spices and this yeah. is not that kind of barbecue spot every meat had its own unique flavor mm -hmm. um the bark wasn't just something that they kind of splattered across the board um it was great it was it was highly 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 enjoyable I'm gonna give it a nine as well. Wow, nines across the board. Nine and I was thinking, it's when I was thinking about what I was gonna rate it. I absolutely thought about exactly the things that you guys mentioned. I don't really have much to add, um, but I will echo the idea that um, they did what you expect a barbecue restaurant to do right. They did it extremely well. Mm -hmm. um, and where there may have been some lacking in some of the ratings with some of the stuff that's again not a core barbecue item, they make up for it with the tremendous service mm -hmm. and a great environment yeah. that you can enjoy eating in and and again yeah give it a nine I, I i would say more but you guys have said exactly what i was thinking i think we are either having some sort of weird like psychic connection between <laughs> the three of very, us today this might be the yeah most. our numbers have been like pretty much right on yeah yeah, yeah. and it especially alexi and i i think we only yeah. veered off once exactly i think, we I think you guys are yeah pretty yeah. much twinsies yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it was great it was really enjoyable okay so, uh well, so um, we don't have any Toronto barbecue news. Uh, no updates on the, um, on the stuff that we've talked the... about. Situation with uh, with Hogtown Smoke or or any of the other stuff. I haven't uh, haven't seen anything pop up. It's it's kind of the wrong time of the year for barbecue news. Most They'll of come the time, later. yeah, I, I would think probably sometime in the late winter we'll start seeing. Um, more information on who's opening up uh, new restaurants. Uh, we'll probably st also start seeing new information on who's got a uh, patio that they didn't have before. Right, when uh, patios are open. Exactly, yeah. and, and also probably s starting to see the schedules for when the Ribfests are going to be happening. Yep. Um, not oh. so much. I mean, the schedules were probably already set. They probably yeah, all but know they'll be in June, July. But right. it'll be who yeah. will be who will be where, Who's which where? of the which yeah. of the traveling yeah. rib yeah. shows will be at which of the locations, and uh, and uh, I don't know, listeners. Maybe we'll um, maybe what we'll do is we'll put it to the listeners and ask them which of the rib fests that uh, they think we should go to. Which we um, go to first? We'll probably end up getting sent to Tuk Tiak Tuk or something like that for <laughs> a little too fest. far. Yeah. Wow, let's um, do it. One thing I want to mention too is uh, because uh, the the guys over at uh, Beach Hill were were incredibly they actually volunteered to be interviewed that yeah. they wanted that process. Um, I'm looking forward to doing that because this is something new. We haven't done this on Smoky and the Brisket, and that's something we'll be able to do uh, in the immediate future. 
uh, so we'll organize that with them. And uh, again, I think that that echoes back to, I keep seeing the word echo, but it goes back to the the, the level of service that yeah. they had, right? They were such nice guys that they're like, hey, we'd love to be on your podcast. Can we be on your podcast? Let's yeah. be on your podcast. That's really nice. That's the first time we've had That's that That's the offer. first time we've ever had anybody offer that. Everyone wow. has been excited that but, somebody was doing a podcast, yeah, but, but nobody... no one offered their time yeah. like that, right? And yeah. again, I think that shows the genuineness of these people. Yeah. They're really genuine. So thank you to uh, Be Chill. Yeah. Excellent, yeah. And uh, so, so stay tuned. Uh, our next segment will indeed be that uh, particular uh, interview. Um, and Nikki, why don't you uh, give us uh, give our listeners our um, uh, social media presence. One more yeah. time. <laughs> Get those pens ready. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, we're at Smoky Brisket. On Instagram, we're Smoky Brisket Podcast. Facebook, at Smoky Brisket. And our website is, of course, smokyinthebrisket.podbean.com. And we're available where all good podcasts are found. I'm Chris Melito. With us was our guest diner, Alexia Reed. Alexia, thank you very much for joining us. You're delightful. Oh, for the rest. Thanks for thank having you. me. No, it was, great to have it was you. so much fun. She clearly great. knows what she's talking she about. She definitely yes. does. <laughs> and uh, I'm Nikki Ashworth. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Smokey and the Brisket. <laughs> Hey y'all, so after much to do, we finally got to interview the team at Beach Hill Smokehouse. Thanks for the patience and waiting for this. We think you're about to see that it was worth it. It was a busy Sunday afternoon for them, but they took the time to sit with us and describe their infectious desire to share a great barbecue with the people of Toronto. As with all good stories, we'll start at the beginning. Terrence and I met at going to school together, playing ball at Grambling State University. Huh? That's Darian List, co-owner chill smokehouse at first we didn't know we were related down the line i'm traveling from buffalo new york he's coming from dallas texas we're both class of 93 mm-hmm. so i grew up in north central oh, texas north central. Okay. that's beach hill co-owner terrence hill but now back over to darian to finish the story we were wrestling freshmen now tech uh grambling state plays prairie view a&m every year in the cotton bowl classic which is located in dallas texas so terrence was nice enough to invite like 15 so our freshmen so i got a chance to meet mom and dad his dad was asking, where's my family from? Right. My mom's from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Okay. But my dad's from Uniontown, Alabama. His dad is from Uniontown slash Birmingham, Alabama. So his side of the family moved to Birmingham and created life or whatever. My dad stayed in Uniontown. And so I heard that and literally fell off the chair because my dad's from the same hometown. I'm coming 23 hours away to go to school. He's traveling four and a half. And I find me family. They got on the phone, found out they had relatives alike. But I see the food that they're cooking. And I'm like, Terrence, why don't you bring us up to Buffalo? I come back to Buffalo. I go for my uh, graduate degree. I met my lovely wife in graduate school, who's from Toronto, Ontario. I come up here, and I literally do a 720, not even a 360, I do a 720. <laughs> and say, we can't do this in Buffalo. We got to do it in Toronto because it's such a cultural melting pot. Yeah. Barbecue goes across the board. I don't care what background you're from and whatever industry you're in terms of your profession. The Bay Street guy is going to sit right there. The guy with the construction suit is going to sit right here mm-hmm. and they're both going to enjoy barbecue. 
Terrence and Darian clearly love cooking for diverse groups of people, and that passion to feed the masses with Central Texas barbecue comes from a generational tradition. So really, I'd say my dad and my uncle, his, his younger brother, were the ones, because they always cook for the family and always cook for the church or something like that. So they learned from their dad. They used to call him the barbecue man. I didn't get a chance to meet him yet past where I was born, but it's just something to just kind of pass down. In the South, you know, uh, because whether it's a funeral or a wedding, people always come together or a picnic or something. They always get the the parishioners to come together to make food. Whoever cooks barbecue, they do the barbecue. The old church mothers, grandmothers make the cakes and the sides. It's just a traditional way of life. That tradition, transferred to the snowy north, has been a rewarding challenge for the Beach Hill team. Nikki and I both marvel at just how friendly and welcoming the staff, especially Terrence and Darian, are. And of course, that's no accident either. Where does that confidence and pride come from? Uh, both of our upgrades, man. I mean, we got parents that that's just kind of what they demand of us. You know what I mean? So we uh, we always treat people the same way we want to be treated. You know, we always look at everybody as important. I mean, I hear a lot of times that people get in, in our positions and they have a certain arrogance about them. But we're 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 in the service industry. I mean, we're here to serve people. So, um, so we just always keep that attitude. Toronto's not exactly known for barbecue. I mean, it's in the lyrics of our theme song, but it was certainly begging for Terrence and Darian to come on up. But Rome wasn't built in a day, and the guys had to do their research, build the business, and see what fruits may come. But it was a challenge at first, because Terrence wants certain meats, and people were walking in here, and they thought they could earn our business with, with some of the things that they were giving us, and he was like, man, I can't do anything with this, this catcher's mint. So I always know that the quality of meat matters. We, I was happy, though, learning about Canada and learning that, especially when we talk about western part of Canada, mm -hmm. it's very much like Texas. So that's, that's great. And then I know that, just naturally, that cattle that lives in cold environments tend to be better. That's the reason why the cows in Kansas, Colorado, in the U.S., they actually taste better than some cows in Texas. Finally, when we got a chance to get the right guys, man, we get some really good. And that's why I think people say, man, you guys have the best brisket in the city. Because, I mean, it starts there first. The quality of the meat does mm -hmm. matter. You know, I mean, I can, I can work magic on certain things, but some things, it's, it's either going to be a good quality steak at a steakhouse, or it's just going to be a $10 steak, you know? Has your impression of the city changed from what you thought it was to what you think it is now? Um, from my perspective, and I'll give you the floor next to you, but I, I felt this was going to happen. I mean, I felt that uh, uh, the impression that I had earlier just matched up to what is going on right now. I just know this is a foodie environment. You bring a great uh, dish, delicacy to the city of Toronto, everyone's gonna just dive in, join in, and enjoy it. So let's say you're gonna try to duplicate the Beach Hill Smokehouse experience in your own home. Now let's be honest, we mere mortals will probably never reach the lofty heights of these professional pitmasters, but Terrence and Darian do have their recommendations. The pitmasters class, this guy runs the class. We have people walk out of here, or not walk, uh, do cartwheels out of here, <laughs> of the experience they had. Not kids, you not. Not kids, you not. So, um, 
come right, come to the source. Yeah. Don't spend a dime yet. You come to the source, and then you go spend your money. He had about, he had 21 people the first yeah. time. Several, one day class, one day couple class? hours, yeah. yeah. You know, we're bringing a local brewery to mm-hmm. come in and kind of display their beers. But we like local craft beers. Mm-hmm. That's what we serve it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, we teach them everything about the basics of barbecue, mm-hmm. woods, the meats, and how to cut, how to trim. Well, you know, they eat good barbecues, drink good beers, and... Mm-hmm. And then they leave with stuff, rubs and sauces, all kinds of stuff. It's been a touch more than one year since the restaurant opened. In fact, during our visit with our guest diner, Alexia, they were wrapping up anniversary festivities. After all that hard work, Beach Hill has come a long way to become a fixture in the neighborhood as well as a respected member of the Toronto barbecue community. But what's next for Terrence and Darian? So our next our next uh, opportunity that we're, that we're doing is a food truck. Now, okay, if you don't want to come here, meet me down at the beach. You yeah. know, and I'm, I'm parked right there, you know, in, uh, in, in the parking lot. Meet me at uh, Bay and Bloor's, you know, uh, on this day. So, or, or one of these office buildings. Come on down. We got these here right in front of your office building. Besides the new food truck, the catering business is also taking off. We're, we're definitely, um, we do as much as we can right now, but we're now, this year two, we're definitely trying to build that more and more. We have a lot of people come in all the time, ask about catering, and, um, so now we know, like I always tell Darren, it's like for us, like catering is to a restaurant, what a concert tour is to a musician. That's where you really make a lot of good money. Okay. Catering, because it's we're not doing anything different from what we're already doing here. We're just kind of doing it in bulk. We we got we can cook at the capacity. We can cook for a few hundred people at a time, you know, easily. So. Um, yeah, so catering is definitely where we're focused on. We often talk about transcendental food experiences on the podcast and just couldn't resist asking the guys to describe their absolutely favorite foodie experiences. There's a restaurant in Shreveport, Louisiana called Pete Harris Cafe. And they make a stuffed shrimp. They're gulf jumbo shrimp stuffed with crab and lobster. Oh, that sounds amazing. And, and they're battered and deep fried. Oh. You know, and, and, you know, that's, I always think of it. If I drive through that area, I always think about that all the time. Being from Buffalo, New York, you may even know what we're known for. Wings. Yes, the yeah. buffalo wing. Yeah. The buffalo wing. Yeah. Okay, but there's a place called Lenova's Pizzeria. Lenova? I grew up on it. Lenova. L A N O V A. I grew up on this stuff, but I mean, every time I go to Buffalo, which is quite often, I got to get my pizza and wings, and I'm literally driving home. And, you, and I'm eating this pizza and wings. <laughs> I mean, I grew up on it, but it's the, it's the, you know, it's uh, something that. If you're going to Buffalo, you're going to go there. I mean, if you know Buffalo, you know the pizza and wing, uh, you know, industry there, you're going to go there. I mean, they're, they're, that's what they're known for. They're flying them all around the world. And um, I'm not going to miss when I go. I'm going to get to my right. pizza and wings. And you, have, you so, still have family down there. I got family down there, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I can go to so, so, you know, yeah. Exactly. So every yeah. time, I mean, it never fails me. I'm going to go and get my pizza and yeah. wings. 
So if you're hankering for some authentic North Central Texas barbecue and want to experience true Southern hospitality, get on out to Beach Hill Smokehouse. Their website is www.beachhillsmokehouse.com. You can order at Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats, and their Facebook and Instagram are Beach Hill Smokehouse, all one word. They're at 172 Main Street, just north of Girard and south of the Danforth. If you drop in, tell them Smokey and the Brisket say hi. hi. Well, that's it for the podcast extras. Join us next episode for the samplings of Earl's Court Barbecue. And in case you're wondering, the music you're hearing is the Rose City Kings, recorded live on August 13th, 2016 for Blues Junction on KBOO Radio in Portland, Oregon. Take Take it it away, away, boys. boys.